Alright, welcome back again guys to the You Like That Podcast. My name is Adam, one half of this podcast. Hi, my name is Jack, I'm the other half. That is correct, he's the other half. Welcome back to another episode, delayed again because we just struggle to find shit to do when there's nothing in the cinemas. And we'll just keep saying it every single week that we, uh, it's, it's just a running excuse for us. <laughs> you know. We're getting closer, we're edging ever closer. Next so week, close. the first new movie comes out. Next week. On the 17th. And I've already discussed with Brooke how to film this. Because obviously this is a two-part episode that we're doing, but next week new movies coming out. We want to see them, but we need to get part two out for next weekend anyway. We'll talk about the semantics after this anyway. It's all fine. <laughs> Feels like an off-air conversation. Yeah, it does. It's it's a little bit. You don't need to know about that. What you do need to know is that we're here today with a part one of this series of two episodes. Um, of a franchise in which we dropped hints for, which you should probably know by now by what's in the backdrop right now. Um, we're doing the Saw franchise. David saying Blade was really fucking funny. I know. That caught me so off guard. I don't it's, know why. It, it fucking got me too. Absolutely not. Shout out to David for that joke. I know. I fucking hilarious. I went to Google and I just, I just typed in Saw Blade Rusty. Because it was so earnest too. Like, I feel like he might not have been joking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's not wrong. It is a blade. And it yeah, could the be... gi- well, the giveaway is there's no, there's not eight Blade movies, it, and it... I was whinging about how many I watched. So... Exactly. And Andrew did ask if we were doing the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm like, that is coming. Not yet. Fucking March not next yet. year. Not yet. Soon. Jesus. Not soon yet. Next year. Whenever that is. Um, like so yeah. Eight of this podcast. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so we're here today to do uh, Saw one, two, three, and four, uh, and then next week we'll bring five, six, seven, and Jigsaw to round out the two-part weekend, you would put in a shift of an effort <laughs> to get all these movies watched. Yeah. I don't know why. I didn't even have that much of a time crunch. I just... Once I started rolling with them, I was just like, they're so easy to watch. Like, yeah. they're short. They're compelling enough to just keep going. And I was just like, yeah, why not? I'll watch yeah, five in a day. I couldn't believe it. You told me, I'm just like, five? What? Yeah. Almost done. So, I know, I just kept them going. Yeah, thanks. Good My you. commitment to this podcast is unreal. <laughs> You'll be seeing a nice little pay rise in your next paycheck. Yes. Yeah, in my is. quest to get fired, I got a raise somehow. <laughs> exactly right. It's, it's true commitment to the job. Yeah, no, uh, for all my jokes about coronavirus at the start of the coronavirus, remember I just made so many fucking jokes about yeah. them, and then it ruined the podcast for a while. It's still sort of ruining the podcast, because we're getting closer to it not. Um, I, at 3am, I had a very... I, I had a COVID scare, <laughs> almost ended up in hospital. So, yeah, that's that's COVID coming to bite me in the yeah, ass. That's... So the flip side of that is I got heaps of time off work and I've just watched a bunch of Saw movies, shotgun them in a day. <laughs> yep, and fucking what a ride that is for most. So, um, I had five pages of notes ready for this episode that I, I typed up today How at work. five pages of notes on this Bro, franchise. there's five pages. They're all ostensibly the same movie. It was only for the first four movies. Jesus that wasn't for all Christmas. of them. That was only for the first four that we're doing. My notes are so stupid. Like one's just like. But that's your notes. Your notes are always <laughs> stupid. It's literally just your brain ticking as you're it's watching. Like, what if the they movie. don't find the tape and they just die in ninety minutes? <laughs> Which is a good. It's a good twist of a movie. Yeah, you can go do something. Yeah, it's just we'll the Marvel series of what if. <laughs> um. So, yeah, saw franchise. We'll start it off with um. I guess we'll just sort of scrub through each one um, as they as they sort of progress. So, um, obviously, we're doing Saw because created by our God Lee One L. Take a shot. Take a shot. He's Lee there. But also co-done with James Wan. James Wan. Two very early Aussie boys. 
went on to do one of the Fast and the Furious movies, and mm-hmm. Aquaman, he's done some big things. He's done some, he's done good horror shit. Lee has done excellent horror Lee's shit. Lee's done, Lee's kept writing. He's stepping up to the mantle to take on the Wolfman. Oh yeah, a bit of news before we start, after we've started, in yep. classic fashion. Always. Yeah, the, the Ryan Gosling Wolfman movie was sort of fishing for a director, and Jason Blum put his hand up and said, hey, I know a guy. Yeah, we did this really fucking good movie that's still being really good, still in theaters, like come back to theaters, and yeah, Lee One Else signed on. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I had a bit of a dinner scare and almost burned down the house. <laughs> sorry about the. Yeah, family. so Lee One Else signed on. Yeah, to direct Ryan Gosling, which is fucking awesome. Ryan Gosling's great. They could do something really cool with the Wolfman. Yeah, they can't do a cool contemporary take on it like you have to be a wolfman in a yeah, wolfman there has to be it something it has to stretch reality a bit more yeah it's got to be very uh, the invisible man was it's got to like, be gruesome yeah the invisible man was like it's insane science but i guess the science is there yeah wolfman you, you just can't do that yeah invisible man is very psychological the wolfman says no dude's just gonna be a wolf yeah so yeah i'm very of course i don't have to say this but i'm extremely interested to see what it turns into turns out to be Whenever that will be, two years, three years, four years, who yeah. fucking knows? You'll need moment. a bigger budget too, because that's a lot of VFX. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. They're mental. not gonna do. Lee will want to do practical, Wolfman yeah. effects, but they just won't. It'll look ridiculous. Yeah, no. They're like, hey, hey, look, we we let you do what you want to do with Invisible yeah. Man, but kind of, <laughs> let's, let's take a step back. You're good and all that, but hey, come on. Yeah. So Lee, um, our main star. Yep. Start in this movie. He's the lead in this movie. Is essentially one of the leads in the movie, yes. Carrie Ewes is a bigger actor, I guess, but... Yep. You also have Danny Glover. Danny Glover, who's barely in it. (laughs) Barely in it, and just he's just there just to be a cop, as always. Yeah. He's very old. He he doesn't... He can't do much. Yeah. Not a great deal, else. Um, No one else really of note. I mean, you get Tobin Bell, who portrays um, John Kramer's Jigsaw throughout the series. Yeah. He's been in some big movies, but I just had no idea who he nah. was ever. No, you wouldn't until know. Until this. And now, like, since the first Saw, he's only done Saw movies. Yeah. Or, like, a voice in the video game or whatever. Like. Yeah, pretty much. And that's also coming down to age as well. I mean, because you don't want to do, you know, a great deal of movies too often, getting nah. into your age if you're not a, a massive Hollywood-type actor. But come back to do a couple flashback scenes for Saw, sure. Chuck it in. Yeah, nice little payday for the rest of his life. Exactly right. Um... Uh, and then just a bunch of other uh, cast members in there that just take a, take among the, the smaller roles of the film. Um, so, uh, written by James Wan and Lee Wan-El, directed by James Wan. Just James Wan, yeah. Took the mantle for this one. Um, and uh, small budget, $1.2 million budget. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you can tell. You can definitely tell, but yeah, yeah. that's such a... Just well, like, a tiny amount of money. Yeah, because it was uh, it's just something that they wanted to do. They had thirty thousand dollars originally, and realized that soon was not going to be enough money at all to, <laughs> to to make a film. Sydney didn't want to do it in Australia, um, so some friends told them to go over to LA, to try their luck over there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is when they met up with uh, the founders of Twisted Pictures, who after this created Twisted Pictures. As a company, <laughs> and yeah, never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, just blossomed after the first Saw movie. So, uh, big stepping stones for everyone in this. Uh, James's first directorial, the career maker. Exactly right for both these guys. Um, again, Lee knows how to work with a small budget, and shows it's from day one. It's always been a small budget guy. Yeah. To which the movie returned 
over 100 million. <laughs> in 2004. Brilliant, yeah. For something that is more or less a torture porn vibey movie. Yeah, it's less torture porny than I remember. First one is definitely not. Yeah, it is. It's super uncomfortable. Like you imagine yourself in that situation. Yeah. And of course, there is those moments, but. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not that bad. definitely wasn't what they were going for uh, going into the movie. They didn't were sort of looking towards a torture porny vibe, um, just a more you know serial killer type thriller. Sort of building to the twist, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for anyone that's not familiar with Saw, um, it is a very small set film um, that is purely just uh, two guys uh, shackled in the shackled to pipes in a bathroom either end oh that's what yeah yeah continue sorry <laughs> they wake up they're shackled to these pipes not knowing where the fuck they are all they know is that they're trapped to this pipe and don't know who they are what what they're what they're in for i wanted to look up when escape rooms became a thing because mm. this is an escape room like every single escape room establishment you go to will have the the saw room like the asylum yeah. or whatever yeah something and, and like it's that. like it's think of an escape room that's what this movie is like yeah. Turn off the lights, there's a UVX that you need the lights to glow to make it light up, stuff like that. Yeah. There's stuff hidden in fucking toilets and whatever. Like, it is the first escape room. It might not be the first escape room. Yeah, and it's this podcast, so I did not look it up. Exactly right. So, But it doesn't matter. We don't need to know those little, those little semantic parts of it. Um, all we need to know is that this is, again, a very... It's a new, greedy-type movie that... Some compared to the movie Seven, yeah, um, the Brad Pitt, very very much, very good movie. Love that. Movie. Um, to which uh, Lee Wanell did state that they did love that movie, but they didn't take the elements of that movie uh, as such as it is. You're a director, you're a writer, you admire things, yeah, and you're going to write things somewhat similar, but it's not. It's not apples and apples. It's if you follow Lee on Twitter, he loves every single movie that's ever been made. Like he is the biggest movie nerd in the world. So yeah, like, that doesn't surprise me at all that he likes seven. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, in regards to the first movie, you know, how did you, how did you go about when you watched it? Like we watched it. So two thousand and four, I was in year six, mm-hmm. school, very young, and of course you always had that weird cunt who got it on DVD. <laughs> so we got it on DVD, and I watched it. I was so fucking sensitive to horror or yeah. gore back then, so I watched. I barely watched it, like, through cross fingers, and then I went back throughout high school and watched... I've only ever seen the first three yeah. until my fucking binge day. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just, like, that first experience of being really, really scared of it, not understanding it at all, because I wasn't paying too much attention because yeah. I was so scared. It was just a scary movie. Yeah, there's that... The, Camera flash jump scare yeah. literally nearly put me in hospital. I was so oh, fucking fuck. scared of jump scares. Like yeah. I was, I was the worst of jump scares. And yeah, yeah, that one, that one downright nearly killed me. <laughs> yeah, no, I was somewhat similar. So uh, I didn't watch it until two thousand and seven. Um, for me, I was pretty much the same. Horror was very, I was the same. Very, very fucking scared of horror movies. I didn't want to watch them. Uh, unless it was through cross fingers over the face, or I whatever. would never watch one in a theater. I never watched one in a theater until much, yeah. much later in yeah. life. Yeah, the later ones I eventually did as I got older, but um, it was the same idea. My best mate Jacob, he had a, the first two on DVD, 
and it's like come on let's watch them they're, they're, they're not that scary I'm, I was thinking these are pure horror movies yeah. like fucking scary as all fuck when you hear something like gore porn or like gratuitous gore and all yeah. this like oh my god this movie has a reputation for the worst gore you'll ever yeah. see so realistic it's, you don't want to watch that <laughs> no no and then eventually coaxed me into watching it and I was like that wasn't that bad yeah and then he's like do you want to watch the second one I'm like yeah I want to watch yeah, the second one might as well because yeah. this is like it's like half a standard cop find the kidnapper or killer, whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's he's that a, side of it. He's a smart serial killer that's um, playing these games and these two people are trying to find a way out and then yeah. the cops trying to find the killer and all that. It, it's a standard formula type to a serial killer based movie in a sense. Everyone thought it was a, a killer doll movie. Everyone thought it was like a child's play and mm. they were like, how did a doll chain them to the pipes? And like in all the promos, everyone was just like, "How? what, how does this work? And then of course you find out that it's just a symbol or whatever. Exactly. It's just building but I remember, it's yeah, just the staple of the series. Mate, every single human on earth made a small puppet, do you want to play a game joke? For about 10 years. Fucking hell. There was omnipresent. Yeah. This movie, Jigsaw, the imagery, everything. Like even torture porn as a term. If any movie had a little bit of gore in it, they're like, oh, fuck, Saw is ruined cinema. Everything's just so gory because yeah. they can get away with it. It's like, no, not really. Like, no. Nah. So they were just doing no. something fun. Because, like, like, as it is, like, you know, these movies, cult classically loved and that, but, again, in the horror genre, they're not received well, critics-wise. No. Nah. You know, this, the first one uh, had probably the best score from anyone, mm. which was 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. <laughs> not good. And it only goes down from there. Yeah. It gets well, the quality low. of the movies does go down. It, yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, we'll get to that. But they don't deserve a kicking at all. Yeah, they, they don't deserve the kicking they get, but it, it, it's the same uh, <clears throat> story of just... Uh, critics don't get horror, and it's hard to critique a horror movie because you, it's just too many different elements to what you're viewing each yeah. you know scene of and like a 1.2 million dollar budget like yeah. it's just a cheap little you get movie. what you get yeah exactly you it get probably someone... didn't play at every theatre like it probably didn't no. get a massive release no it, it had it a, would have earned its like select in, run in the DVD market kids shouting would have around. made it bigger up there yeah because um, again it was one of those things you know uh, uh, you give it a, a decent uh, DVD cover when you whack it into the video easy or yeah. blockbuster or whatever Someone's going to walk past and go, ooh. So it's a foot attached to a train. Like, exactly someone's right. Someone's going to be like, oh, it's a perfect Friday night sleepover movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, the original cover is the... F- that, not the original cover. The Blu-ray cover is the foot. Mm. The original cover was the actual jigsaw pieces with someone's eye looking through one of the empty pieces. Yeah, right. But I saw it at CEX the other day. I was like, oh, fuck, the original cover. I know that freaked me the fuck out when I first saw it. I don't remember that. I only remember the foot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now watching it recently now... What is your view on it now, actually being more understanding of movies and such? For me, just saying just now the words came out of my mouth, it doesn't deserve a kicking that it gets. Yeah. It's not very good. I, I think it's not a great movie. <laughs> it's just like all the weird, like, new metal and shit kicking in. Like, it's such a product of its time. Like, yeah. And all the snap edits and fucking, like, fast, like, all the things cutting in and, like, speeding up and slowing down, like... They yeah. fucking ham that up and they do it so much. And just like the whole cop story I didn't care about. But you couldn't have the whole movie. You can't be a nerd like me and have the whole movie set in the room. I mm. would have loved that. But of course you can't have that. 
Exactly. That's why I don't make movies because they'll yeah. be fucking boring as hell. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, they got very close with having just a single set location, you know, because yeah. predominantly most of the movie was just in this bathroom. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was very inexpensive in the sense of, well, they didn't really need to, you know, move around too much or change the set designs, anything too drastically. So it's, here's the bathroom and then all we need is like a house, a, a cop's office and yeah, fucking whatever little little areas after that yeah I do like we lose this in the later movies but it's like when you find out slowly and slowly why Jigsaw is doing it like these people don't appreciate life yeah so they should really fight for it I like that element mm. but that kind of goes out the window later on like later on they're just like ah you've very, robbed someone's yeah, purse <laughs> very far later on it, it we're definitely, gonna tear out <laughs> we, we, yeah we're definitely gonna touch on those as they come <clears> to those <throat> movies that you know are guilty of, of that yeah but yeah uh, it's hard to sort of look at these movies without thinking of the future movies right now. Yeah. Because trying to do them one by one and trying to not know what actually happens in the future, it's so hard to type to, to try and do right now. But um, the way I sort of looked at it was um, it seemed like a movie where after it ended, you, you didn't know if it was going to be a franchise. No. You didn't well, know if did, anything was yeah, going to follow. They absolutely didn't. They definitely left it off to just sort of being like, well, this could just be the end completely of this movie. Yeah. Uh, serial killers survives these people die left for dead whatever reasons whatever. whatever and there's no sort of moving pieces where it goes and then this is gonna happen it's a sort of like mm, game over door shuts lights are off yeah. it is very clever like setting up the doctor and stuff planning evidence and all that yes and again like when they go into how they all do that it loses me but yeah it's fine it's a fine movie yeah it's Definitely for its time, I think it's I think it's great. Yeah, I think for what for what they what they had to work with, um, it wasn't just another type of for me. It wasn't just another type of serial killer horror movie. No, yeah, it's definitely like that. Because I find these movies to be so smart up until six, but up until then they're so smart with the way. Yeah, that, yeah it's definitely clever. The way that John Kramer is perso- uh, personified as as a serial killer, but and all the red herrings and stuff like yeah, you got Zep, the weird creepy guy yeah and you're like oh he's doing all this and it's like oh no it's like nope "Nope, he's also in his own game oh the doctor might actually be doing nope 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 he's not he's actually just yep oh he's chopping his foot off yep that's if he was in it he would not be doing that is it the cop who went crazy oh no he actually had a run in with Jigsaw and got his throat cut so it can't be him he just went crazy got his partner killed what not else and yeah, so for me, Saw 1 is definitely... It's definitely one of the more uh, rewatchable in the series that I could rewatch more than once. Yeah. Because it's not overloaded with uh, any over-the-top gore yeah, and type the, games and or anything. The, yeah, the kills, again, to, later on in the movie, they take the fucking piss. Like, they go for 12 minutes, like a machine slowly turning, mm. and it shows every single step that the victims are going through yeah this one like this there's not very... that many kills or trap setups yeah it's like no. the bear trap the razor wire and then everything in the room yeah pretty much and the shotguns pointing down that kills the cop yeah that's all fine like that's pretty much all it's the all big spaced kills. out well yeah. and it's just that's all the big kills and all the big gore you get yeah so i was wondering i was like the reputation for it being so gory mm. it's not that many like it's a standard slasher movie, pretty much. Basically, yeah. There's nothing outlandish yeah. over the top. But the kills, yeah, they don't take the piss. They don't. 
go forever. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely not this one. So uh, definitely understandable to how this movie definitely was able to take off in the year that it comes out and how it's received. Um, obviously didn't matter because very quickly the sequel was greenlit. Very, very quickly after the success, you, when you have a movie that you only paid a million dollars for and you get a hundred million back, of course you're going to go, <laughs> fucking do it yeah, again. 100%. It's the Nightmare on Elm Street model. Exactly right. No one expected it to be good and then yep. every single person on there saw it. <laughs> exactly right. So we then follow up with Saw 2 a year later. James um, and Lee go, see you later. James and Lee went, see you later. We'll they were off... Uh, well, they... They wanted to... At the time, they were um, uh, working on Dead Silence. So, for them, we have no time. Can't do it. They really wanted to push forward through it. They discovered a uh, music video director, Darren Boosman. Boosman. What the fuck his name is. Was writing a script for his first film. It was going to be called The Desperate. Um, Showed it to a few people. This German company picked it up and uh, showed it off to... Um, Greg Hoffman, one of the uh, producers of all the movies, um, who said this is basically a Saw movie. and But then once he showed it to the other producers, they were like, this is basically what we need to start Saw 2. Yeah, right. And then after a little bit of going through with this guy, um, went, all right, you're going to direct it then. That would have happened so much, like... In LA, people would watch Saw, check yeah. the budget, and go, "Holy fuck, I can make this! I can yeah. make something like this!" Imagine at the time, like being a pr- production company and just getting all of those fucking scripts for like, "That's Saw, but it's not. Yeah, it's nearly Saw, <laughs> but it It'll isn't. It'll look like Saw and sound like Saw, but it's not Saw. Yeah, and it's just like that. It would have been flooded at that time. And then yeah. this guy did it and was like, "Yeah, he came actually through. got it. <laughs> he wrote most of the script, um, and then before anything, Lee became available again to polish off the script. So he finished off bunch of, uh, a bunch of it, made it fit the Saw universe, uh, made sure it flowed from the first one into whatever it's going to end with. Yeah. Um, and James one, I'm pretty sure, just served as executive producer as well on this one. Um, so... This one moves a bit differently to what the first one does. This is my favourite one. The second a one. A lot of people do say that this is, is fucking unreal. one of their favourites in I the series. I think it's a genuinely very good movie. So you're saying Saw 2, very good movie. Saw 2 is absolutely the best in the series. Alright, It's my favourite. So, $4 yep. million dollar budget. Ooh, fuck. But. That's big. $147 million box office. Okay. Raked up, yeah. up more. That's not surprising, because it's a sequel. Exactly. And it wasn't that long after it. A year it? after. Oh, fuck. All the, basically, all the movies are a year after each one. <laughs> yeah, and right. they all uh, they all get released the last October of the month. Yeah. Uh, the, sorry, the last weekend of every October. Yeah. Star Wars fuck. in December. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, Saw 2 moves in a, in a slightly different direction. Um, uh, now it's being... It's still... It's still very cop-centered. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a serial killer. It's established now that games are being played. He's on the loose doing whatever. It's the second people. time. Like in the first one, he just gets caught. They find him straight away, and then in this one, they find him straight away as well. In the first one, he actually gets away, but this one, yeah, the like... first one, he gets away. Uh, but to the same thing, I think it's sort of he knew that is this way he had his own trap set yeah. up there. That's why the cop gets shot in the head with a shotgun. But every other slasher movie, it's like they never find them all. They never yeah. trace them. Nah. 
John, they just walk into his warehouse. Yeah, found exactly <laughs> he's just where like, it was. Everything's out on the table. He's still <laughs> working on him. He's just like, ah, oh, you were going to turn up eventually. Like, yeah. He just keeps going. Exactly right. <laughs> I, I um, really like that. <laughs> yeah, so the second one uh, is the introduction of a new um, a new set of cast. So um, you have the new, the now main detective, Eric Matthews. Uh, Donnie the, Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Couldn't afford Mark. Couldn't afford Marky Mark. Nah. So to get Donnie. Donnie's a lot better than Mark. He's a much better actor He's than Mark. He's very good. But he just looks like a homeless person. He does. He so really nobody fucking hired does. him. Yeah. And it, it is apparent in Saw it's 4. It's very strange, yeah. So he just went off and did the Burger franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. Mark was doing like pain and gain and shit, making yeah. billions of dollars. But Donnie's much Make better. Bank. He's really good. Yeah. So obviously. Uh, they look incredibly similar, though. <laughs> they really do. You when, can tell when you, when you really look, you go. Holy shit. Yeah. So true. One just ate a few more Whataburgers. Exactly right. Well, one was the taste test, the one was the salesman. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Detective Eric Matthews is basically the main guy in this film now. Uh, again, they find they find Jigsaw in another warehouse. You find out Kerry is the saw expert. Yeah. So the female cop from the first Yeah, Detective Kerry, she comes back again. She's like the... She know, she's saw expert yeah she's, she's all her, in the case and she knows it all. She's, she's, she's with it there um movie opens again with another personal trap the guy that's got the the nail mask yeah the, on his face and he's got to go into eye. a staple don't like movie. that hey. don't like eyes <laughs> don't like eyes leave eyes alone <laughs> <laughs> um uh fails that dies obviously more gruesome start to the movie and starts up the games again so which sets the, the tone for the entire franchise is every single movie starts with an elaborate trap, yep. seemingly unrelated, but obviously related, but you know what I mean? Like unrelated to the main cast because yep. they just die, exactly. obviously. Yeah. So yeah. And it's so, usually bait. Yeah. De- in this one it is, it's bait for Detective very, Matthews. Very much bait. So uh, the, the whole thing is Jigsaw has kidnapped his son and obviously Detective Matthews is now very enraged and really wants to get to the bottom of where the fuck his son is. Yeah. And this comes into the, the play of the smartness of John Kramer being like, you don't want to hurt me or do anything to me because I'm the only person that knows where yeah. your son is. Yeah, it's sort of like a hostage movie. So really. we're going to play a game and you're going to follow my rules now. Yeah. And this is when we get... Uh, it builds into this house that has eight people in this house yeah. in this new game. Um, of which you have Eric's son, Daniel. You have Amanda from the first movie, the seeing that she survived. Becca and other things. Yep, Shawnee Smith. I believe she was on Just Shoot Me as well. Probably was. I don't fucking remember from any. She had a career, is what I'm saying, before Saw. <laughs> yeah, some of these people in Saw did have a career beforehand. They didn't ruin it by doing Guess Saw. Guess who didn't have one after Saw? <laughs> Everyone that was she in Saw. She took her Becca money and went, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. Yep. Um, She's uh, good. And it, yeah, I like her. She, 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 in, in this, she's really good. Um, and then you have a couple other people, uh, all seemingly unrelated, but working out to see why they all in this house together. The whole the whole premise of this game is there's a there's a gas agent that's been released into the house. It's like a poison, and they have to get all the antidotes and go through these little games to get all the numbers, keys, whatever, whatever else to to ultimately survive. Um, and uh, it's a lot of... Again, it's very escape roomy. Like uh, This one is these, very escape roomy. Some of these bricks are out of order. Exactly, because it, it, it's very legit. Like 
there are rooms yeah. in and this that's house. Where, that's where I got my note from. Just like, what if they don't find one of the tape recorders? Exactly. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. safe just shuts forever. <laughs> yeah. <just> like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, uh, come to the end of this movie, there, there was, there's a plan the whole time. You know, yep. it, basically, um, Amanda is is later revealed to be the accomplice of Jigsaw. She's the inside man. She's the inside man who's going to continue John's legacy after he dies. Um, as we find out midway through the film that he has cancer, he tried to commit suicide. That's the reason that he starts these games because yep. he he understands the true value of life and not to not take it for granted. And that's how he sort of picks his victims and ultimately gives them another chance. For at a life. little while, anyway. For a little while until other people get too involved with it and then it all becomes too convoluted and, and I love talking about it all. So there's the red herring. This one, the red herring is... The, the connection to all the people is they've all just been in jail. Yep. And then you find out why they've all just been in jail. It's the kids. It's Detective Matthews all frame them. Yep. Like frame them evidence all. or whatever. And then, so, you know, if they find out that the kid is the son, they're just going to fucking eat him. Yeah, fucking eat him out there so, yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stakes to this movie uh, in the people in this game. Obviously... <clears throat> The simple thing for them to do is to all just work together. Yep. It is very apparent. There's also... Absolutely never do that. <laughs> there's, the whole so there's no that, and there's also hidden things in these movies where there's ways that this game, that certain games can be beaten without hurting yourself. Yeah, right. So there's the scene... So we know Xavier's going through and he's trying to get all the numbers off everyone's back of their neck because yep. that's one of the clues is everyone's got a number in the back of their head. All they had to do. Just got to get those numbers, put it in the passcode and do whatever. Um, when the chick is going up through the glass cabinet mm-hmm. to, to reach out whatever and then the, the blades cut as she yeah. can't come out, yeah. uh, it, it shoots it where in front of that box there's a key hanging. Yeah. And that is the key to unlock the box. All right. It's small little things that not everyone sort of takes notice of in these movies because there are... Basically, the way John sets up his games is that these can be completed by minimally hurting yourself. Yeah. Working with people if there are more people in this game than yeah. yourself. And a lot of the cops throw that in, like, well, you're just setting these people up to die. Like, and he's always like, no, it's yeah. very just, easy to get out Yeah, they, you know, exactly. He's like, he's like, they call him a murderer. He's like, I've never murdered anyone. Yeah. All I do is give them the chance at, to but take their like, own yeah. life. I don't know. Some of them. Like, later on, some of them, like... You are so maimed by the end of it, you would just die. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no way you're getting yeah out of it. Pretty much, yeah. And they get pretty fucked up. So, um, yeah, you just get uh, the big reveal is Amanda is, is the big accomplice now. Um, uh, the game was actually played before they. Oh yeah, Amanda's in the first. Amanda's the bear trap in the first one. We should have said that. Yeah, yeah. You guys should know that anyway. <laughs> She's the one that survived and Oops. thought that um, Jigsaw saved her because she was a heroin addict. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Whatever. And, um, yeah, so we find out the game has been played before they uh, found John. Um, uh, Detective Matthews tells him, take me to this house now, and drives John to wherever this place is. SWAT team find the source of the videotapes, go to another house, where they find a room full of videos, and they're all playing pre-recorded tapes of the game. Uh, Which, again, the timing is amazing. Exactly right. (laughs) It's all very well calculated. 
and uh, like if Detective Matthews like had to stop for coffee on the way or something, and the video started, <laughs> yeah, it was like halfway into it, he's <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, so he goes to this house with John. He walks down the hall. This this tunnel system, whatever, gets fucked up by a pig mask, as is the standard. Wakes up, shackled to a pipe in the bathroom. The bathroom. The bathroom. The one we know. Uh, which is then revealed um, to him then that Amanda is working with John. She's going to continue the legacy. She closes the door on him and says, game over. Yeah. Then you see the uh, the timer goes off and a safe opens in the warehouse where Matthew's son is sitting in there with an oxygen tank. Whatever he's just fine. Yeah. Because the game for Matthews is to just sit and listen just to John. Just sit and listen. That's yeah. it. And but you'll get what Matthews you want. Matthews is too impatient and like, throws shit around. And that's sort of his lessons. Just yep. don't be a fucking rough cop. Just hold on. Doesn't matter anyway because he gets locked up. Exactly right. And they don't they don't reveal Amanda until the end. Yeah. There's no like winks or nods at the camera. There probably is if you watch really closely, but yeah, halfway through yeah. the movie they don't show her in a room like nah. texting John or something. Nah, like it's not till that last scene that you get it. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah. I prefer it that way. And that's... it's more shocking at the end. Yeah, hundred percent. You go, whoa, what yeah. the fuck. The shit's going to keep going. Yeah. But again, I sort of find it as, does this still lead up to a bigger future franchise? Yeah. After this. And yeah, because it sort of ends the same. <laughs> exactly. It ends, it ends the same way as the first. Door slams, game over, fade to black. Nothing else. That's yeah. it. So you go, okay, well now there's someone new in this, so definitely could be a future. Yeah. Um, so, basically <clears throat> Saw 2... You were saying very good. It's the best one. Best By one a very, very long way, it's the best one. I definitely put it up it's there. It's actually very good. It's definitely a close second for me um, because I really... I, I love I love the fourth one. The fourth one for me is really, really okay. good. We'll get to that soon. So a year after this, we get Saw 3. Yeah. This is the one that uh, Lee, Darren, and James all did not want to return to. Go on. Uh, unfortunately, the producer, Greg Hoffman, shortly died after the re- release of Saw 2. Oh, shit. So, yeah, right. those three got together the day that they heard of him, his passing and decided they would make a third one in honour of him. Yeah, right. So, that is the reason why they came back for a third movie. Yeah. So, third one, again, written and uh, uh, written and executive produced by Lee and James again, directed by Darren once again. Um in a what Lee Winnell stated to be he wanted to make this a more emotional type of movie yeah. story and to be like a father-daughter plot line between Amanda and John. Yeah. Which I think really delivered in this movie. So this movie that steps up in the budget. $10 million budget. $164 million in the box though. Still, Went up again. Still great. And I'm pretty sure this one still ranked as the highest grossing saw film in the franchise okay um again new games new reasons for people in the games this one looks like a music video yeah the, the it is horrible filter very on it. differently the and filter, it's yeah just it's this very, movie looks like fucking it's a very garbage. white it's just gross <laughs> like especially when they're in john's warehouse and, yeah. and the, the like their homemade hospital it's very white or like yeah. blue light. It's supposed to be like, yeah. 
surgery, yeah. hospital, sad, he's dying. Yeah. Whatever. So the premise of this one is John is basically on his deathbed. He's, far, he's the, fucking cooked. The cancer is really affecting him. Um, uh, we find that Detective Matthews is still alive. Uh, the, the movie starts again. He breaks his foot. Okay. I thought that was in the fourth one. So there's going to be a lot of that there because I watched them all so close together. I am going to forget what happens in what number. You'll just have to course correct me. But no, 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 you're right, you're right. No, no. I think you're right, but I think no. that happens in the fourth one. <laughs> okay, no, sorry, no, I am right. Yes. Um, yes. As if you would be wrong. This is like... I know, this is your fucking franchise, so man. Much. This is so <laughs> sorry. Uh, yes, Detective Matthews is alive, breaks his foot with a toilet lid, very gruesome start again. Again, this isn't technically a new game for someone. This is just leading off where it left off. Yeah. Uh, it's so- literally as if, like... They cut sorcery yeah. and then sorcery starts. You wouldn't know there's a year between, like you know. Pretty much. Well, it's that, and you see him break his foot and crawl out of the, the bathroom, and then it cuts to a new scene. Yeah. Six months later. It's a little prologue. Six months later, we then get a new game. Um, uh, well, the, the remains of, of a game, and, uh, we develop a couple new characters. So we get, um, uh, what's his name? Lynn? Detective Hoffman. Detective um, Hoffman. You get Dr. Lin. Um, oh, that's why they named him Detective Hoffman. That's nice. Yeah. A little tribute. little thing there. That's nice. Um, Bless him. Uh, you get Jeff, um, and then just a couple of the other random background actors. felt like Jeff well. was going to be a bigger part of this. <laughs> like, after this movie, we'll get to it, but... Yeah. Jeff yeah, is exactly. a massive fucking red herring. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so there's basically just a lot of other just uh, one-off characters here and there. So the game the really is just Jeff. The game is Jeff, but as it becomes apparent, the game is Amanda. Yeah. In the end. But of it's it. not like a big house with eight people in it. It's just Jeff. Yeah. Like almost like a video game just going along the path. Exactly like. right. So the idea is uh, John is dying. Um, they kidnap Dr. Lin to uh, make sure that John stays alive. alive. Yeah. Do what she can to uh, stabilize him, keep him healthy. Just, obviously, they're not going to take him to a hospital. Just during Jeff's games, though. Yeah. Like, that's her That's her time limit. Yeah, All exactly. these games have a time limit, obviously. Hers is just until... Keep, uh, alive, keep him alive until this game is done. Jeff. Um, uh, so, which, yeah, we then see Jeff, who is a father who's lost his son to a hit-and-run accident. And he's just, just incredibly very, sad. very vengeful dad. As anyone would be if they were to lose that eight-year-old boy... When and he when he yells at his daughter for touching his room, yeah, well, well teared up a little bit. It's very touching. That's fucking sad. It's very touching. I didn't expect to cry in a saw movie. But <laughs> no one fucking just like far out. So yeah, it's um it's a vengeful dad and uh, who the the person who hit it and killed his son got six months in jail and got released yeah. after that. So this turns after. from you don't appreciate life to you're fueled by vengeance. Yeah. Will revenge make you feel better, or will it make you feel worse? That's the that's, motivation. Yeah, that's that's story. the more drive here. It's not regret. <clears throat> it's not doing something wrong. No, it's literally just it's literally being able just, to let go. Yeah, stop hurting others around you. Um, so again, it's very very nice what John is doing, but also yeah, absolutely. Horrible. But in the same sense, Jeff is pretty much not set up to fail in this movie because, as you said, for what he's doing, it's literally him going in, uh, choosing. 
to let someone else live yeah, or die. Yeah, the, the pain is not inflicted on him. Exactly right. So, which is new as well. That's exactly, it's, it's, it's another new thing, and that's and that's why you can see that Lee definitely wrote this in a different yeah. way. Two to, and three to are definitely the strongest one. in that way. Yeah, you can see this is where he knew that he wasn't going to do any more after this. He was going to put his all into the the story of John and Amanda here. Yeah, and then leave it off to. <clears throat> whatever <laughs> go to Insidious which I fucking love Insidious is great we should do it should I've do never it seen a single second of oh, an Insidious movie I've been meaning to because Lee obviously but yeah, that would be coming Insidious series will be coming um yes yeah, yeah, so pandemic could have <laughs> <laughs> we only got another day after watch five movies <laughs> or whatever um fuck I, fuck I hope so <laughs> yeah so uh, a lot of um little bits here and there happening um, the obviously detectives and that still trying to figure out who Jigsaw. Uh, yeah, do they know he's fucking? <sighs> yeah, I don't remember if it, they don't know it's or if Pretty they sure do know it's John Kramer, they can't find him. Actually, no, because they just uh, leave him in the van at the end. He's all beat up. And no, sorry, talk- no, they do. Obviously, they do know it's John Kramer. What the fuck am I talking about? The second movie they had him in fucking custody. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he kind of got away. So yeah, okay. Way. So they know it's John Kramer, but they're now trying to link up, uh, thinking that there is going to be a, there. There is an accomplice working for him. Yeah. Uh, after um, Detective Hoffman comes into the scene and starts poking and prodding around, um, and uh, just developing a new obviously a new set of cops to take on the Jigsaw case. Yeah. And uh, eventually where it leads them. Because Kerry gets, like, obsessed and loses herself <clears> in it. Yeah, she, she, she basically turns into um, um, uh, Tap, Danny Glover's character from Danny the first Glover, one, yeah. Just obsessed, obsessed with the case, to which leads to her death. Getting caught by him. and Getting yeah. caught, getting put in her own game, which is... Unwinnable. Inescapable. As was Troy's, the yeah. guy at the side of the movie as well, who had all the chains in his body. Yeah. The door was bolted shut, so even though if he released himself from all his chains, he still could not have left that room. Which goes against everything. Yeah. So has space exactly himself right. on. Like... So we start to learn that things are changing. It's probably not This him. is not a jigsaw motive. This isn't a John Kramer type game. Um, and that's because it's not. And that's because <laughs> it's not. We we eventually learn that Amanda is pretty much fully taking on the mantle of the games now. Yeah. Um, he's putting his, his his trust into her to uh, create these games and uh, make sure people follow the rules, the rules are set out properly, um, to which she just pretty much doesn't care. Yeah. She doesn't... She's, she's starting, not very good at it. She's starting to lose her understandability of John's philosophy into why he does these yeah. things because she's like sort of pre-grieving for him yeah like she's not handling his death well it's that she's also thinks that people don't change yeah and uh, it doesn't matter if they win these games or not they're not going to change who they are no. it's stupid it's dumb let's just fucking murder them people suck basically <laughs> yeah so oh, excuse me very edgelord um yeah very edgelord so yeah this movie has a lot of uh again the way Lee said, father-daughter type thing with Amanda and John. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely taking the toll on Amanda as it shows through the whole film when Dr. Lin is working on him and you know, performing the, the surgery and that. He's convulsing, all this and that, whatever else, and seeing how close that he's getting with her and shit, thinking That's it's weird. Thing. I, I must have tuned out or something. <clears> like, I was like, is Amanda like jealous? 
that Lynn's going to be the new Amanda or something. I kind of yeah. missed that. It's, and it's, I was just like, is that why Amanda's like been a shit cunt? Or I, I, yeah, it's it's sort of like you. Yeah. I think it it becomes more apparent after the events fold until the end as to why he's sort of acting a little bit like trying to make it jealous in a way. And the whole idea is, so Jeff is partaking in these games to just uh, move on from his son's death, forgive the people that wronged him and whatnot, uh, when the real game here is for Amanda uh, because John finds out that she has been making inescapable games and he's unwilling to let a murderer continue his legacy. Yeah. Because he doesn't condone murderers. No. Which is one of the weird things. Everyone's like, you're a fucking serial killer. And he's like, <laughs> he's fucking not. He hasn't fucking killed anyone. He hasn't laid a finger on him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the whole idea was she just had to make sure that um, Lynn was, was kept alive. She's more important to Amanda than she knows. She's like, I don't fucking care about this woman. I don't fucking care who she is. And it's just him just being like, it's, it's the whole it's the whole thing of like, you just have to listen to John. All you have to do is be patient. It's just listen like, to what John might says. Might be a metaphor for old people in general. Just like, yeah, yeah just give them the time. Listen to them. Yeah, like, just, Let them just, go. Come on, just wait. Let them talk. Um, because obviously we, uh, so you get the ending of um, finding out that Jeff and Lynn are actually married. Uh, as Jeff finishes his games and comes through the warehouse uh, this is when Amanda sort of goes a bit loopy, and <laughs> yeah, John's like, "All right, uh, take the collar off, Lynn. The game's done. She's good to go. Let her go." And she's, like, "I'm not fucking letting it go." It has a gun pointed on her. Eventually, shoots her. Um, she falls into the arms of Jeff. Jeff has his own gun with a bullet in it. Shoots Amanda through the neck. And as she's laying there dying. John reveals to Amanda that this game was meant for her this whole time. It was a test because he found out this, that, and the other. Um, wanted to see what would happen uh, if he te- if he put up to this sort of test, which she obviously has failed. And she dies out, bleeds, and then it's just Jeff there with uh, his shot misses lying on the ground and John laying in a bed being like, I have one final test for you. Like, your jigs on I now. play a game. Yeah. Again. And the whole thing is you can, I can call an ambulance and have it here in four minutes and you can save your wife because she's currently dying. Um, you can forgive me or you can kill me. The choice is yours. Live or die. Um, he forgives him and then kills him also. <laughs> it's like, okay. Lynn's obviously going, she can't really speak because she's been shot in the fucking back. But she knows what's going to happen if he kills Jigsaw. The higher is she's had this bomb collar around her neck that just had shotgun shells in it. And if John dies, she yeah. dies because it's linked up to his heart rate monitor. And Some of the shit they come up with, you just like... It's why brilliant, Why is the bro. person who thought of that not in jail? <laughs> it is weird when you think about this it. This one has it's, the it's... worst trap for me, like the one I would want to be in the less with the... He calls it the rack. The rack, and it yeah. Twists the bones around. Yeah, that one is full. When I was watching that, I was just like, whoever, like, if it's Lee, if it's my boy, if he made that up, he has to be in jail. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's the most fucking horrific thought. And the way that they film it too, oh, it's actually just like one limb at a time, and you, uh, you hear it, and oof, that's a fucking good scene, yeah. Because even even number two didn't have anything that elaborate. Really. Nah, that nah. You, you had like the furnace. You had yeah. the uh, the needle pit. Um, the, the, Which the, is the bad. Box. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to fall into a needle. No, 
But I really don't want to be in this fucking boned no, shit. No, crap. definitely fucking not. Uh, I wouldn't even want to be in the one with the fucking pig's guts falling on the dude. Oh, God. Drowning pig's Disgusting. guts. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, yeah, so... So, yeah, then again, we think Jeff's going to be Jigsaw. Uh, Jeff like, is going right, to... Yeah. Jeff's Jigsaw, if there's more movies, which there are. Pretty much. So, he kills Jigsaw, um, which then uh, Jigsaw plays the tape as he's dying, which is basically just saying, this was your final test. You... you Obviously, I said you can forgive me or kill me. Very. Um, if I, if you're hearing this tape, then you failed, and resulting in the fact that I'm the only person who knows where your daughter currently is right yeah. now. Very definitively kills him too. That's important to note. Like he's definitely fucking dead. Yeah. We watch John die. Yeah. We watch him bleed out and die. John we Kramer see is how he dies. completely dead. John is absolutely dead. Why are there eight more movies after it? Find <laughs> out on the You Like That podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we're still doing one more. Sorry. Still going. <laughs> we still got more to go. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's so, so that's where that movie ends, and uh, that one's sort of left now more with, uh, again, <laughs> what the fuck is the future now? Because now Jigsaw is dead, and who knows? Where's what the Detective fuck Matthews? Like in yeah. the prologue, it's like, well, he's still alive. Exactly right. What happens? There's, he doesn't come back. Again, more questions than there is answers, as is the standard. Um, <laughs> So basically, just in a summary, Saw 3, where does that rank up for you? Uh, probably second. Yeah? Nah, it'll be third. Third? My, my top three are two, one, three. Yeah, that's fair. I reckon. That's very fair. And I, I don't love one at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I respect I, it. I, I love three. A uh, uh, little bit less than four. I just like how they sort of intertwine their stories, in a sense. Um, but this is the basically the end of the... Uh, the Lee and James one L one era, era of Saw L one L era, and we move on again to a year later to get Saw four, which again uh, this is now not being written or yeah uh, anything and even too major not, yeah, with even with, not knowing that you can tell straight away like it just looks different it feels different very very much so. So, this one again, directed by Darren Boozman again. Um, but oh, is it the same director? Same director. Oh, okay. Um, the story was, was done by Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. Uh, and Lee Winnell and James only served as executive producers. Which, which they means, do from here to the future. They only ever served as the exec producers. Which, if you guys don't know much about Hollywood, that means they invented the franchise. They don't have to do any work at all. They don't lift a finger. Yep. It's just to acknowledge that they own the franchise and they still get royalties. That's exactly. all that means. When it so it doesn't mean they still care about the franchise. It yeah. doesn't mean they're gonna come back to the franchise. It just means yeah, no, they did it. They're still getting royalties. It's literally just that's theirs. It's, it's Hollywood is disgustingly cynical, and that's just that's just how it is. Yeah, exactly right. Because it's it, it was stated when Spiral was sort of announced when Lee was talking about he would love to have been able to come back and yeah. work with Chris on this. And it, yeah, it's a bit of a selling point as well. Like Sam Raimi does it a lot. Mm. Like he, there was a there was a Grudge remake recently. Did yeah. you even know? I, I did, but and I on just the poster didn't it said it. from Sam Raimi in huge capitals, but above it in tiny, it was like executive producer. Executive producer. I just <laughs> forgot how to talk. I was so fucking angry. I forgot how to talk. But yeah, and, and it's just like it's how they sell movies. Yeah. In case they know they're gonna not do well. Exactly. Saw was pretty good with that. Saw never really did that, but. Yeah, it's in the credits. It's there. Exactly right. So, Saw Four comes along. A year later, two thousand and seven. 
Um, $10 million budget again. Uh, it's the sweet spot. Box office of $139 million. So it dropped off a little bit from three. It's still but still crazy success. A very good return for a fourth movie into a franchise in, in, in the horror realm. And you can tell Jason Blum was watching this like as he was rising through his ranks to create Blumhouse. Yeah. Cheap movies, fun movies, make a lot of money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, right. That's the model. You make you make a movie for nothing, it makes anything, it's a win. You get to keep making movies. Yeah. So this um, so the mo- this movie starts off a bit differently than the others. This is where we get the autopsy of John Kramer, um, who was obviously if it, it wasn't clear to yeah, you in three, it's them saying it's very clear now. Yeah, it's hip, it's them saying he's not Freddy Krueger. He doesn't just come yes. back. He, he's he is dead. He's now open on this table. Like they deglove his face. Like <laughs> Jesus, his face is off. His chest is open. They take out his stomach and they find what do they find? His brain. They find a cassette encased in wax, which you do see in three. You see him do it. You, you see don't see him, him eat it, but you nope, see him pouring. You see the, the wax there. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It's it's another little. A uh, little wink and a nod. A little wink and a nod to say, hey, remember this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, it's, it's another new game. It's another new step in the series. John Kramer is now dead. We now need people to continue his legacy. Amanda is now dead. We know that as well. Yep. So why do we have a Saw 4? Well, well, I think it's going to be Jeff. I thought it was going to be Jeff. <laughs> thought it was going to be Jeff. Not Jeff. We'll get there at the end of that. We fate we uh, we go into the life of another officer. They love cops in these movies, man. It's fucking stupid. Uh, we now get Officer Daniel Rigg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Rigg. Yeah. Um, uh, who was working closely with Detective Carey, um, and is now another sort of uh, obsessed cop. Um, is this the fourth one? Wow. This is the fourth one. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Again, the, the the movie also then starts with its own other game. We've got the guy with his mouth sewn shut and the guy with his eyes sewn shut. Yeah. And they've sort of got the winch and they've got to fucking unlock the collar or whatever else. Very set up so that uh, the guy with his mouth sewn shut was going to win. Yeah. Because he can fucking he can see. see. <laughs> Very simple to see who was going to win. And the guy with his game. eyes sewn shut is this big burly guy. But yeah. he's still just... Just swinging a pipe or whatever else. Um, so... Yeah, this is now going to be uh, Officer Riggs' game in uh, his lesson of learning to uh, not have to think he has to save everybody. Yeah. Uh, his, his whole thing is he, he, he thinks he's Superman. He's the super cop that can save everyone. Uh, but he's rushes. still saying, like, why do we do this? Like, yeah. why are we putting ourselves through this? Yeah, because uh, obviously they, um, they find um, Detective Carey's body and he sort of just like uh burst through the the gates and as they've got like a like a like the bomb robot down there sort of sucks yeah. in the situation being very careful and he's like oh, I got key. yeah and just runs down like a white guy would do but not in this movie um and we also get the introduction of fbi agent peter strom in this yes. in this film as well who it looks so much like bob odenkirk you will not believe it's not bob odenkirk and I also find, when I first watched these, I also found trouble distinguishing him from Hoffman. Yeah. I was just like, they fucking look the same as well. Yeah. They just got this Sound weird, the same. like, yeah. the hair <laughs> is the fucking same shit. But, yeah. In that it's not their hair at all. He's a brilliant They're clearly guy. both bald men. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's not their real hair. Yeah. But, 
But Sram's cool, yeah. I think he's a brilliant. I think he's brilliant. He's a good character. I think he's really good. He's just he's just that very he's that standard. Oh, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> oh. This is the burp episode, everyone. Oh Jesus, sorry. Yeah, the, when we when we tested, there's a lot of burps. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the the edgy FBI agent. That's just like knows it all like, straight yeah. up. It's, it's 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 there's no fucking around with this guy. He comes in the scene and he's like, oh, you saw this, but did you see the fucking this? Yeah. And this? No, you fucking didn't. This is what we're after. I'm a better cop than you. Basically, it just comes out and undermines them straight away. My cop away. dick's bigger than your cop dick. Um, yeah, and it's now Strom investigating that uh, there's mm. more than one accomplice to Jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, because where... their hint is that the scrawny Amanda couldn't lift Carrie up into the thing. Yeah. So obviously they have to have someone else to do it. Yeah, so he's trying to find exactly who it is that's that's a part of these games as well. Um, uh, so we we come along the game for Officer Rig, who again is attacked by a pig mask and wakes up in his apartment and the game's begin. Yep. His whole thing is he has 90 minutes to uh, save Detective Matthews, yep. who is now found to still be alive after six months, um, nursed his broken foot back to health, and he's chained to the roof and uh, standing on an ice block. Yeah, Danny Warburg came back to do not much. Like That not really much. surprised me. He came back to stand there with a fake beard and uh, freeze his feet off on an ice block. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ninety minutes to complete a bunch of tasks, um, and the whole idea is stop. Uh, stop thinking you can you can help everyone. Yeah, you don't need to help everyone. It's sometimes the best thing to do is just to leave it, which is the big thing with jigsaw. It's just hey, sometimes. but it's also like toying with with rig having to kind of be jigsaw in making these choices, like. It, yeah, it's sort of if he doesn't save this person, they're gonna die pretty shockingly. Yeah, so it plays with Riggs' emotions yeah. in that way as well. It's yeah, it, it's very much uh, in, in each in each scenario where there's uh, a new person he's putting into a a sort of game. It's like either you know see what I see, feel what I feel, uh, hear what I hear, whatever it is. Yeah, um, and it's it's literally just him putting these people into a certain situation where. Uh, it's now up to that person to, you know, get out of their own exactly. game and uh, redeem themselves yeah. or whatever. Which is him as a cop, like, he shouldn't do that, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, as on a time limit, yeah. you know, trying to save exactly. he's someone thinking, he's actually connected to. Yeah, he's thinking he's got he's to go through and there's... It's, it's, it's weird the way that the movie sort of set out. Because um, uh, obviously you have... Rig going through his own games, uh, and then you have Strom and his team uh, following hot in his trail because I know that he's leaving this sort of path of yeah. bodies behind, thinking that he might be a big part of this. Yeah. Whatever reason why, then they don't think it's him because they find, uh, like when the the two teachers are in the school and they're fucking stabbed through wherever on, on the on the pole, and he's like, "This, no, nah, this was done before." You know, he would have ever come into this thing. You yeah. know, she she survived and said that he helped her and shit <clears throat> and whatnot else. Again, um, Strom being a better cop than everyone else. Strom just being... Strom's a, just like, yeah, I just know. I, I know. I yeah. know what happened. Um, and uh, we start to get the uh, the bigger... The bigger character of, of John's ex-wife, Jill Tuck. 
Yeah, so this is where the story of the next 38 movies starts. Yeah, this is when it starts to dive into John's past even more. Uh, How he got to where he is. You know, showing he's a a civil engineer, he's a very smart man, obviously he can build fucking anything. Um, Planning to have a kid. Uh, They lost a kid because Jill worked at a health clinic, and it's just junkies everywhere. Yeah. And his and John's big thing was you can't help the junkies because they're junkies. Yeah, you can't help kind them because they can't help themselves. In number three, that's what Amanda was saying. Yeah, Just, um, yeah everyone sucks. Yeah, which ultimately everyone does drugs. Yep, which leads to the loss of their child, um, and really sets John on this wall path of having a new outlook, then getting diagnosed with cancer, then trying to kill himself, and realizing that. Then we're where we are. Never take your life for granted, and this is where we are now. Um, so there's more backstory to John Kramer as a person before Jigsaw, Jigsaw yeah. came about, uh, how Jill was a part of his life during this process as well, and Strom just thinking that she's... Is, she's, she's it. She's a part of this. She's she's uh, suspect number one. Pretty much, you know, yeah. She's, she's prime for it all. Um, and... Yeah, then we find, as in more standard Jigsaw fashion, uh, with Detective Matthews on the block, you have then Detective Hoffman, who has been kidnapped as well, and is on the other side of this, uh, what do you call it, seesaw type thing. Then you have the guy from the start of the movie, Art, who was the lawyer in all these cases. Um, He's connected to John, he's John's lawyer. It's John's lawyer, he's also a bunch of other people's lawyers who got them all off. Uh, for certain crimes. So he's the red herring in this one because you're like, he's Jigsaw now working with John. Yep, and then it's found out that he's actually got his own little thing fucking strapped to the back of his neck. He's like a red, red, red herring, pretty much. (laughs) And the whole idea now is uh, we then find out the idea of the game is for Rig to not... Not act. Is to not come through that door before the timer runs out. Again, just fucking be patient. Just if you listen wait, to someone. These movies would never happen if they just listened. Exactly right. No one ever fucking listens, so we get more movies out of it. They do. They one of the kills in the hotel. There's like they make a big point that the guy has a dog, and I yeah. was just like, oh fuck the dog. I'm gonna watch a dog die, and I like I just can't do it. They don't kill the dogs. Don't kill if you're going to dog. go back and watch it, thankfully, they do, the dog's fine. It's a Thank big, God. fat, sweaty pervert that just sexually assaults women. Well, he's a full-on, yeah, fucking horrific rapist. Yes, he is. Again, another eye one. Stop doing eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't the like eye the eyes. Even for, like, horrific yeah. rapists, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, it was straight into it. Like a fucking chisel. Um, Scoops his eyes out. Yeah, so basically, they... <laughs> I'll... I'll I like the big reveal at the end of the at the end of the game for Detective Matthews and Hoffman and, and Art is when they they look up and they see that there's two ice blocks hanging above Detective Matthews' head mm. that obviously if if it sets off will come down and crack his head yep. and they just notice it with like five minutes to go <laughs> and it's a whole thing because they're looking at the contraption and seeing that it's hooked to the door and I'm like how did it not you how does it not drip that? down like it was really hot in that room like it's a big open warehouse yeah. and he's sitting back and he's sort of like watching I'm like sure you would have just like, I'm always spatially aware of what's around me. Uh, maybe there was trapdoors or something that went away, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure it made no sound, <laughs> whatever fucking reason. Makes for a good practical effect, though, when they blow up his head. Yep, it's yep. A very nice, very nice effect. Yep. So, obviously, Officer Rig beats the time limit, comes running through the door. Um, 
Detective Matthews tries to shoot him before he comes to the door to try and get him to stop. But doesn't. Comes through the door. Time to spare. The icebox come down. <whistles> squash his head. Yep. Uh, Art gets shot. And then he's sort of like being like, you fucking idiot. Uh, all we have to do is wait. Always he's testing right, you. These movies are... He's right, always an ironic reaching ending. into a bag, pulls out a tape recorder as he gets shot in the head and plays a tape. Coincidentally, just before he gets shot in the head. Just Damn. so he, just so he can you. hear it. My one. <laughs> he would have just died and not played the tape. Um, which, yeah, is just basically explaining that um, uh, his whole lesson was about, um, you know, his obsession to save people uh, when it's for people that should have saved themselves. Um, which has led to Eric Matthews' death. Yep. And now, basically, his own death. He's going to bleed out because he's bleeding everywhere. Um, and uh, we then see Detective Hoffman, who should be frying, gets up off his chair. Yeah. That he was trapped to. And it is now assumed that he is the new accomplice for Jigsaw. And if you do assume that, you're, spoiler alert for next week, exactly right. Exactly fucking right. Damn spot on. He walks into the warehouse where uh, Saw 3 is taking place. So this is at the end of Jeff's game. Um, He's listening to the whole debacle of him killing John, who then closes the door behind Jeff, seals him in this this room. So, yeah, so this movie is happening. Um... Simultaneously or before? Uh, it's it's simultaneously, so, yeah. Essentially, um, and sorry, no, it's not um, not sealing Jeff. It's sealing Strom in the room. Yeah, because Strom, Strom finds out finds, where it is, yeah. goes there, he kills Jeff, uh, and then he gets sealed yeah. in that room there, and then that's where this movie ends. An absolutely stomach-turning practical effect too of Lynn. Like, she's obviously been there for a little while after oh, the shotgun's yeah. gone off. Yeah. And the wall behind her and everything, absolutely disgusting. Like, yeah. It, you can smell that image. It's yeah, big to, um, big to go back to those scenes. Because that's, that's the whole thing that I really like with with the Saw movies is when they do, like, flashbacks or anything like that, they get them, the characters back to reshoot these scenes. Yeah. It's not... Every, every single ones. actor comes back all yeah. the time. So including Lee. There's a, there's a scene later... With a little bit more Lee footage of yeah. Amanda fucking with him. And that stuff. was in three. Yeah, that was when yeah when John's explaining to her, you know, you 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 were sloppy, you were messy. I had to clean up your mess because yeah. she came back and Lee comes back for about Lee, eight seconds of screen time. Yeah, because Lee's character Adam wasn't actually dead; he didn't die. So she came back and sort of like choked him out of the plastic bag and finished him off. Yeah, smacked his head on the toilet bowl. Which yeah, is <laughs> brutal. Um, yeah, so just uh, well, they can very first... easily get these people to come back and go, "Hey, can you just come back and just do?" Five seconds. We think we're on a first name basis with Lee Wanell. We keep going. Oh, and Lee comes back. Lee said this on Twitter. Lee, we love you. Lee, we fucking love. Please you. be my best friend. Please. That's all he wants. Grant this little boy his wish. <laughs> He's not dying, but fuck. I nearly almost sort of maybe had COVID on Wednesday morning. So you know, exactly. close enough. I we, don't, but uh, close. Yeah, it, it counts for at least <laughs> one, you know, two minute phone call at least. At least a tweet. Fucking something. Uh, yeah, fuck, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, that's uh, that's Saw 4. Um, Saw 4. Uh, again, for me, I 3 and 4 I really fucking like because I like the the ending intertwining with 3 and that's sort of been like a same time sort of weird thing. 
it's, it's so whack and weird and definitely um, probably not was you know ever envisioned by Lee or anything like that yeah. but I, I like where it left off and then again this this now more alludes now to we know of a new accomplice for Jigsaw uh, this one's really fucking open ended like yeah the other ones are sort of like well we don't know like, there's a door shutting or whatever, but this one's just like, you don't know what happened with Jill, you don't know what happened with Hoffman, you don't know what happened with Sean. Yeah, because like, there's obviously going to be another Yeah, because the ending to the movie is obviously you just get the um, the tape that Hoffman is playing at the start of the movie, Yeah. Um, which is then saying, uh, it ends by basically saying that um, uh, uh, Hoffman is now going to be tested. Yeah. <clears throat> and so obviously we know that there's going to be more in the future, yep. and it's going to be completely different this is a good reason why I like to have stopped this episode here yeah, at number four because yeah. it definitely now seems like a new era in the Saw. Uh, John Kramer is completely dead. It is now completely new accomplice. Things are really going to change from here yep. and they fucking change from here. 100% in a lot of ways. Worse. Yeah, for the worst I can basically say. Yeah. But we will get onto that next week for part two. Uh, I still have to go back and watch the other ones again because... I didn't like six or seven, and I've only seen them once, so I really need to watch them again. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> you watched them in two days, so it's fine. Yeah, if you think I don't remember a lot now, I'm not going to remember fucking anything next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> won't be much. Um, so yeah, that that that's part one of our Saw franchise recap review, talk about session. Yep. Cool. Whatever thing. Um, I'm, yeah, I love the Saw franchise. I just, I really do. I, I'll talk shit about the last couple of movies, but I can't wait for Spiral. <laughs> yeah, All spir- I can say I'm is much I can't more spiral. excited. Excited for Spiral now. Spited. Spited. Um, yeah, much more. Much more keen. Thanks for the feedback on the last episode. People really, really liked that last episode. Yes. Yeah. I was with my friends last night who all, well, some listen. <laughs> and they were very, very positive towards us, so thank you for that. Yes, we must that was a appreciate. fun episode. Much appreciate everyone's kind words. They're yeah, always absolutely. very nice for us to stumble across and see. Had a little push for some shares and people shared it. People had some Thank shares. Thank you very much. Then we need to make more Instagram stories and just be more funny guys on Instagram. Yeah, maybe. Just make more light. Like, yeah. I can't be funnier than I am. I'm already... Pretty funny when you're in your car. already just too funny. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so we, uh, we'll close off with any segment. Um uh, of any questions that we had we do we have one from which my, I saw that my one supportive sibling did come out and say unlike the other one uh, so Gemma again Gemma hi welcome thank you for joining us again thanks for actually supporting my own endeavors I'm like Gene <laughs> and go fuck himself fuck you Gene <laughs> fuck you Gene classic segment this. fuck you Gene yep um, so basically her question is why do you guys think people genuinely enjoy watching gory films on brand she themed it. Well done. Very well. Um, it's sort of a, a morbid escapism, isn't it? People go on a roller coaster, like, people don't like to go really fast and suddenly stop and feel like they're going to fall off something, but it's that adrenaline rush. Mm. It's that escapism of, you know, scaring yourself, pretty much. People like to be scared. It's a very strange thing. Yeah. I, I think, think people um... like to be uncomfortable in that way. Yeah, I think gory is just a is just a whole new take because because it's so different and it's so much more real than anything else. It's 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 not anything else you'll see anywhere else. Yeah, and you're not gonna see it on a TV show, or live TV, yeah, or yeah. 
it's not shown because it's not conventional. It's not what people should see. Generally, it adds stakes to a movie as well. Like, mm. like I'll, I'll just go back to it in Upgrade when he like breaks the guy's jaw. It's just like so out of the fucking blue. Yeah, which is nice. A little Lee's Lee's little nod to his horror roots, but yeah, yeah. When you see something like that, it really does fucking hit you. In The Invisible Man, when the big spoiler happens, spoiler in three, two. One, when the sister's throat gets yep. cut, that's not that gory, but it's still just like, okay, yeah. okay so the stakes are up. Yeah. Um, I think curiosity is a big... Curiosity, definitely. as well. Morbid. People it's, like to look at fucked up things. Yeah, especially if, if some films are sort of, uh, uh, give or take, realistic into how they portray their gore. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to just have a bloody scene, it's another thing to actually have guts or limbs or Bone. anything like that <laughs> bones whatever else yeah. um you know like myself for instance like uh, loving the saw franchise it's so weird to say because everyone's like that's just all people getting tortured and mm. getting killed and shit and it's so hard for me to sort of find a reason as to why like the reason i love him is because i love the whole story of, yeah. of all these films yeah. the the plot from 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 one to jigsaw it's continuous it is it all is continuous. All thing, it just keeps yeah. going and going and going. That's my main reason for loving this series. Yeah. But is they got the plot. They got the reputation off the gore. Yeah, which is hard to sort of discern from the rest of the series. And I got to be like, well, I guess it's cool, but I don't want to sound like a creep when I say it and think that I'm like a fucking yeah. fetishist for yeah, no. blood and gore. I just think it's interesting seeing it. I think it's different. I think it's. It's a different type of movie. It has yeah. a different value. It adds to the atmosphere as well. Like, they're in, they're in this horrible situation. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. It's fucking horrid. So, like, if you're already on the edge of your seat going, oh, how are they going to get out of this? And then when they yeah. don't in such a horrible way, it's like a big... It's it's almost satisfying yeah. to pay off. Like, it's not because it's uncomfortable and disgusting. And, you yeah. Know, but it is just like... Kind of what you're there to see at this point, like in three and four, yeah, that's what was putting bums in seats. Was Jesus Christ, what are they going to come up with? Yeah, uh, you're right, you're absolutely right. Morbid curiosity is the perfect way it's, to put it. It's it, that's it's really all it is. People want to know, people are scared of dying because, yeah, uh, obviously, <laughs> any other movie, you'll just see someone the, the worst will happen is someone gets shot in the chest and you see a bit of blood, and that's it. But you, you're not put into the real situation of no, 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 but. Like, this is actually, you know, how people can die and get killed, and this is what ha- what can happen to the human body. Yeah. It's just knowing the real effects of things out there, not just, hey, I've seen a movie where someone gets shot and they're dead. No, this is, well, someone gets shot, but it, it makes a fucking mess. Yeah. Or someone's actually, like, stabbed, or something is ripped, or they actually fully cut themselves open, whatever reason. That's the real shit. So, yeah, I, I, I guess what you said, morbid curiosity, that's the... That's the selling point for it. Much, yeah. Atmosphere. It's so much to it, yeah. I guess. That's yeah. about it, Deathway Gemma. <laughs> um, so let's round it out now with Shepard's Fuck Request Corner of the Week. I'm so scared for this one. So, Shepard's Fuck Request <laughs> fuck, this I week. I forgot about this one. Fuck you, Shepard. This has fucked me. We need to put a disclaimer. This is not real. This is pure fiction. This is not what we intend to do. It's fantasy, it's hypothetical. It's fitting in with the theme of these two episodes. Exactly right. This is purely a uh, 
a, a creation of the imagination um, in which suits the, the Saw art. movies. Uh, we're just writing something that will never happen. It is just, yeah. Um, because we need to make this disclaimer very clear because we do not want to be put on any sort of FBI or CIA list of SWAT their house and find and confiscate their computers and because they're serial killers. <clears throat> so, Shepo has come out has come at us this week with asking us to do this. Uh, I'm just mumbling my words even trying to get to the fucking thing. <sighs> okay. He wants us to come up with the ultimate torture device or method. Hello, would... FBI. <laughs> Hello, the police. We're on a list now. Exactly right. Hey, everyone. Thanks In terms of a Saw movie, let's rephrase it slightly as if we were Lee 1L in Saw and we were tasked at writing one of the traps or designs for a game, this is what we'll do. If you are the FBI guy, like, on the task force having to watch this as mm. evidence, please subscribe. Just press like, add a little comment. Yeah. Like, you're there anyway. Just, yeah, we, just exactly. help us out. Help your boys we've, out we've, before you chuck us in the Just let people know. You know, uh, Share it around to the rest of your team. Do whatever. Um, the more hits, the better. Just be like, look, the, you know, the end bit, it's not great, but it's pretty interesting, like, up until then. Guys, watch, watch. Yeah. Just share it around. It's really easy to share. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, had you come up with one I, for yourself? I honestly, I was thinking at the beginning of the week, and I was just like, I just can't think of, like, I just can't think of one. Okay. And like I said, anything involving eyes or teeth, we'll, we'll get to it next week oh, with the guy's teeth happens. It, it just any, either of those things, mm. fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Lie me on my back and slowly have two razor blades coming down into my eyeballs. And I have to watch them for an hour slowly come down. Yeah. That would be my worst thing ever. Oh, fuck. And strap me down so I can't just kill myself. Because I don't, like... I have basic self-preservation, obviously. I wear my seatbelt. Mm. I you know, don't drink and drive, whatever. I, I stay alive, right? Yeah. I am not a survivor, right? If I woke up in an asylum chained to something, I would be like, okay, what's the fastest way I can kill myself? Because I don't want to put myself through this. I don't want to try and live. I don't want to try and survive. I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want to put any effort in at all to try and survive because I'm a scared little baby and I just want to die if I'm in that scenario. Yeah. So the torture for me would be not being able to do that and just watching it happen. Oh, fuck. Ah. Uh... I don't even know, <laughs> like, like I I had I had an idea, and then soon realised that it's it's basically one of the traps in one of the future episodes. Well, that's the thing too. That's fuck. There's so is, many saw movies. Which is like. a teeth one. Like, see it, man. <laughs> teeth. I was sitting here and I was going, ah, oh, oh, you know, I'd be fucked up if like there was, if there was four numbers tattooed behind a random ah. tooth. Even that alone. Because <laughs> obviously, in, I get my in the actual scene, it's in, of my it's in the wisdom tattoo. teeth. Yeah. Mine is a sort of like, no, no, it's four random teeth. You don't know which ones. Ugh. And they're tattooed on the back there. So, in order to uh, see it, read it, get out of this room and crack the code, you're just going to have to crack out all your teeth and oh. see which ones have the numbers on them. Even you just saying that made me feel genuinely unwell. Yeah. I, I hate that shit. So, I know it's sort of a spin on something that's already a trap. But I think mine's a little bit more um, fucked up just because, you know, I'm not going to tell you which teeth it is. It's just uh, four of them. 
Uh, and yeah. Right, so the next episode is going to be recorded from jail. So that's, <laughs> hopefully they let us have the mic. Yeah, hopefully. Um, which could be it could be good. It could be a good episode for us. Um, On the I, set. I look, forward, <laughs> I look forward to it. Um, so that was Shepo's fuck request of the week. Um, uh, we might see you next week. As Jack said, we may be in jail. Uh, hopefully not. I said that was uh, purely hypothetical and just for the purposes of writing a trap for a movie. It's art. It's yeah, art. You can't... There's worse things out art, there. Surely. Someone went out there and made a Serbian film. Oh, God. And they're not yeah. in jail. They should so, be in jail for just writing a bad movie. Tom Six wrote Human Centipede three times. He's on jail. He should be in jail for, again, writing He should be in jail movies. for number two. The f- One and three, piss week. Number two... You're a bad guy. They got a funny South Park episode out of it, <laughs> so... Yeah, they really did. There's a legacy there. <sighs> anyway, enough. if you're watching this on YouTube, just subscribe, like... Yeah. Chuck a comment down. It doesn't even have to be related to the video. Just... If you if you are on YouTube and you're watching this, just write, like... I don't know. Just say hi. We will respond to you. Strawberry lollipop. Write that. Comment that. Someone... I feel like you're going to go into the video and you're going to comment that. <laughs> Oh, someone said comment it. Oh, comment it. And if you are on Spotify, um, I don't think there's any ratings or something, but maybe just chuck a chuck no. a link up on your Instagram story. People will click it and go, "What the hell is this?" What do you want to do? Like it? Anything you want to do? Uh, word of mouth, just it really. Facebook's the easiest one spreads. as well. It spreads because you put up a link tree, which is yes. very handy. There is a link tree that just everything's in all one. All our socials yeah. in the one. So very you don't have handy. to spam both episodes. You can just put it there. People can go. Find it. That's very please easy share, to find. Please do that. That helps a lot. We beg every week, but that's just what you got to do. And get, it, uh, get us out there a little know. bit. When we beg and someone does it, it works. So, exactly. you know. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do a giveaway soon. Maybe I'll give away a copy of The Invisible Man. <laughs> People just have to share. Okay. I'll give them a week. Not my copy. No, I'll, I'll buy another <laughs> copy. And buy a fresh one that's sealed. Okay. And then, or maybe we can sign it. I'm going to give you a signed copy of <laughs> It signs someone else's movie. Uh, um, and we'll give it away. We'd hear from Lee Winnell because he'd fucking sue us. <laughs> I heard you were signing my movie and I'm um, doing it as a giveaway. Can we be friends? <laughs> oh, oh, interaction. Interaction. Yes. Yes, we did. It was all worth it. Oh, we're going to jail anyway, uh, so fucking whatever. It's all right. I didn't call us from jail. Um, but yeah, as Jack said, like, share, do subscribe, it. do all that good do it, stuff. Do it, do it. We will see you next weekend for part two of the Saw franchise. We'll see you then. I'm, my name is Adam. I have been Jack and remain being Jack. Always going to be Jack, always going to be Adam. We'll see you next weekend. Love you, bye. I interrupted you, Jack. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>